Well, I want to, I just wanted to, to take a minute actually during announcements here and uh, talk about what's going on over in Israel uh, just for a second. And what we may actually do, I, I don't know, I'll, I'll see where the Lord leads us, but we may actually take next weekend at, at church here and pause our study on Zechariah and just look at all the prophetic wars uh, from the red horse in Revelation of what's coming and how this is really the burgeoning of something very big in the Middle East. Uh, about an hour and a half ago, for the first time since 1973, the Israeli cabinet officially declared war. And if you haven't been paying attention, it's kind of hard to get a lot of this from like the mainstream media. But the, the Gaza Strip, Hamas has come in, um, are killing families, uh, kidnapping women and children, uh, just blowing up residential areas. They're backed by the Iranians uh, through money. In the north, Hezbollah from Lebanon is coming in and doing the same thing. And you can see the rocket barrage is coming in. It's very coordinated. So somewhere, somewhere behind the scenes, the Iranians and the, uh, the Lebanon people have coordinated this attack together. And it's, it's pretty serious. It's not, this isn't like the normal little skirmishes where somebody with a, a suicide vest just comes in and blows up a market or something. This is, they, they have declared all out war on what's going on. And so we as students of the Bible uh, know that there's a lot of bad things that happen in the Middle East, right? And in Israel before, bef either right before or right after we go home. And there's a lot that's unleashed. And so when you're looking at what's going on over there, number one, yes, we've got to pray for God's people, Israel, for peace in Israel. Uh, number two, there are a lot of Christians and brothers and sisters on both sides of the conflict being murdered right now. And <clears throat> there are, there are, while the terrorists and the, the government in Lebanon is obviously horrible, and the same with the Palestinians in the Gaza Strip, there are a lot of people that are believers that just live there on both sides, and they're being taken out as well. And so you have, you have members of, our ch of the church, right, caught up in this conflict. At the same time, you have innocent civilians in Israel uh, really in the middle of this getting murdered as well, Jewish people that don't know the Lord. And so we need to pray for salvation for those people. The, the Jewish people have got to come to know their Messiah. And actually, we were at the Prophecy Watchers Conference yesterday, and I was talking to a Messianic Jew who came up to me after my talk and, and wanted to talk to me about some things. And one of the things I said to him was, you know, Zechariah 13, during the tribulation, it, God declares that two out of three Jews get killed. But what he gives us is a ratio, not a number. And so we as a church, is, if we are ministering to Jews, we can reduce the numerator of that, of that ratio and get more people saved. It may still be two out of three in the tribulation, but on a less number. Does that make sense? So as long as we minister to the Jews and, we're, and Jewish people are coming into the Messiah, God's word still holds true, but it's less people. And so the Jews have a special place in God's kingdom uh, this, you could be looking at the setup of Isaiah 17, where Damascus is destroyed. You could be looking at the setup of uh, the judgment on Elam from Jeremiah, where the, where the southwest part of Iran has a nuclear event of some kind that the people scatter. And also the Psalm 83 war, where all the nations surrounding Israel, 
try to wipe them off the map, and Israel expands its borders, and that sets the stage for Ezekiel 38 and 39. So there are a lot of wars in the Bible that have yet to be fulfilled, and we need to, right now, we need to lift them up in prayer. We need to be watching of what's going on over there and be aware, like the sons of Issachar, be aware of the times and the seasons in which we live and see what's going on so that we know how to pray, how to, and what we should do right now as a church. And really what, what our call is to get serious about our walk with Jesus right now. That's the call. We've got to take this really serious because things are spiraling over there and they could spiral very quickly if, if the Lord doesn't step in and usher some peace in that area temporarily and, and withstrain and hold back this from happening further. So pay attention to it. It's, it's pretty heated right now. Uh, there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of bad things going on. It could escalate quickly and we need to pray against it and pray that the Lord, the Lord withstands and withholds what's going on to give us more time, right? We, there's more people that need to be saved and come to know the Lord. So we need to uh, ask for some time and that he saves his people right now. And the church still has some work to do. I believe that. I believe the church still has some work to do. And as long as we're staying faithful, he's going to show us what to do. So let's pray for Israel and our brothers and sisters over there. And then uh, we'll hit two quick announcements and, and get dismissed here and we'll get started. Lord, we just thank you so much for the promise of your word. God, we thank you that in your word you showed us exactly what would happen in the future with all of these wars and everything in the Middle East. Lord, that land is your land. It's your land. And God, you declared that it would be Israel's land. And as the enemy and the scourge comes in to try to take that land into and to slaughter your people, the Jewish people, the Hebrews, we pray that, God, you would withstand the enemy and that you'd push them back. All of those innocent people that have been kidnapped and that are held hostage right now, God, we pray that you would release them and restore them to their families. God, we pray over the sons and the daughters of your people that they would be kept safe, that they would return back to their families, and that, God, through this event, they would come to know you, their Messiah, the line of the tribe of Judah, and that, Lord, they would come to know you in a very intimate and personal way. Speak to those people right now that are in desperation. Save them. Let them see your defense. Let them see your sword as you go forth and fight for your people. And we pray protection over Israel. We pray that you would protect your sons and daughters that are a part of the church right now in Lebanon, in the Gaza Strip, in the West Bank, in Jerusalem, in Tel Aviv, all over Israel. There are people that are our brothers and sisters that love you, God, and that just want to serve you despite the conflict around them. And we pray safety upon them. We pray that, God, you would speak to them out of your word and with dreams and visions and call them to a higher place of service to you, and that, God, they would see your mighty hand of protection upon their families. And we thank you, Lord, that we have in your word exactly what is going to happen in the days ahead so that we are not taken by surprise. And, Lord, you, you declared Jesus in Revelation 3 that we are to watch and be aware of the seasons so that that day, the day of the rapture, does not take us, overtake us as a thief in the night but to be aware and sober and vigilant and children of the day. And God, that is what we are. We are studying your word. 
and we are being sober and diligent and vigilant so that we know the times in which we are in. And God, I pray a special blessing upon the kids' message today and upon this service that your word would go forth to the ends of the world and back, God. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.